following has been pre-recorded for your listening and dancing pleasure. This Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carney. The hundreds of just a like on Facebook or a comment or my phone's been blowing up, which is great. I appreciate it all. And I'm going to Minden to see some great basketball. Because that's because you're Doug Duda. This is Central Nebraska's most listened to all sports radio station. I'm getting the tuna sandwich with lots of lettuce on it today. <laughs> you like the tuna sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'll like never it. have to fight you for that. Nope, that'll be mine. I will never have to fight you. That's my that. favorite. That's, that's my go-to sandwich. Your flavor is? Yes. All of them? Yes. Okay. A little spicier, the better. Okay. Because if I'm going to bite into something, I want it to kick back. So, you know, mild, eh, medium, eh, hot, yes. Yeah. As much as I hate to get away from the award-winning last five minutes yeah, there that we've we go. Yeah. had on this yeah. show, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 and 1550 AM, and now 92.1 and 92.7 FM. You know, when you have this many papers, Jimmy, I don't know what happens to them. I don't know where they go. They just mysteriously disappear. But all these piles here went down. And not far enough. I'm going to do some cleaning on my side because I've got dates here that say uh, Texas San Antonio football. Now, coming to you live from the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth. Need a vehicle? Think Midway.com. Yeah, I try to do toaster. Sometimes I just don't have time to put it in the toaster. been a lively little show so far. Um, certainly been worth everything I paid to listen to it. It's time for the Doug and Daddy Show. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Doug and Daddy Show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda, Jim Langan with you on this Wednesday. And I keep listening to our open there about where you just don't have time to fix the toast. Yeah. Do you eat raw toast? <laughs> That's funny. Really, hey, change that, would you? you <laughs> Think get about that, one, that for a second. Yeah, get that one off of there. Yeah, just get that one off of there. Yeah. Do you, Do you like when you're tuna sandwich? Do you like the bread toasted, or do you just like it in a hoagie? Depends on how if the bread's fresh. If yeah. I have fresh bread, I like it just like that. But usually, my bread, when I look at it, I have to check to make sure there's no nothing on it that's aged. <laughs> and the guy, I look at it, and say, Yeah, can I eat this or not? And then I cut off some edges and try. Uh, yeah, you know how it's like. Uh, right. Life of a single dude. Like that? Yep. Yeah. There you go. You don't buy the half loaf. <laughs> there it is. There the you full go. Yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to talking with the head men's basketball coach at Creighton today, Greg McDermott. That'll be coming up here in just a few minutes, about 10, 12 minutes away. We're going to talk our UNK Loper Link today with Scott Schaefer. Tennis, they're going to be home this weekend for the men. Their season getting underway. In fact, the MIAA poll, preseason poll, just came out. So we'll talk about that as well. Maybe a little more on the Super Bowl. We'll keep you up to date, catch you up on what happened last night in all the basketball around the area and conference basketball. Nebraska women are playing tonight. They host Purdue. We'll have it for you on KHAS Radio. Now, it will be televised, always on Big Ten Plus, but Nebraska Public Media World. You're going to have to look for that one, folks. It's kind of the same place you see the repeat of Big Red wrap-up and things like that. It's not your number one when you go see uh, NPM, but you're going to have to search that out to find World. But it is televised tonight at 6 o'clock, and then the Creighton women are uh, playing Marquette tonight. One thing I just wanted to get your thoughts on, Jimmy, the Big Ten did make an announcement yesterday that with the expansion of the league, they are going to keep the same conference schedule, 20 games for men and uh, 18 games for women. So you're playing 18 women's games. That means there's no way you're playing everybody in the league, right? Oh, I mean, you could. Yeah, you could. But you know they're going to be playing home and homes with some of this. So yeah, you'd think you'd I'm playing. interested to see how that all plays out. I'm sure UCLA and USC will probably play each other twice, home and home and away. They just make sense. Nebraska doesn't play Iowa twice. They don't. No. No. Yeah, I, but I would just not 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 yeah. necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just think that would really make sense. Th- those two. You know, they don't have to travel and save a lot of money. And you can imagine the crowd's usually pretty good for that game, too. So I would, I would think the USC-UCLA game would definitely – they would be playing home and away. But other than that, I guess it really doesn't matter. You got you, you, you fly anyway, don't you, to these games? <laughs> 
most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time. If you're in a bus, it's pretty, it's really close. Like Duke, North Carolina, they might just bus. Yeah, or they don't want to wait in the airport for two hours for a 20 minute flight. Yeah, they they might just do that. Uh, What do you think? uh, Any any changes in your thoughts since Monday on the Super Bowl? No. The line is kind of hung right there at two now. Yeah, it's uh, San Francisco is going to be favored. If you ever favor Kansas City, uh, the, the big guns will play money because can, uh, San Francisco can run the ball and take a little clock off of it with the lead. But I would think that uh, I'm still going to play Kansas City just for a little bit. This spread's exactly what it should be. You're not getting an advantage in this game. You got an advantage on Kansas City the first two games. And, Doug, you know what else you got an advantage on? Betting against San Francisco the first two games. Uh, the 49ers were not as good as, as people thought they might be. They struggled. They were behind um, at halftime. They were behind in the third quarter some. But, boy, when they start playing, and then you were kind of lucky to get a backdoor cover and maybe, and maybe not. Uh, San Francisco, um, uh, a lot of guys, Detroit would have kicked a field goal and cut it to seven. You know, when late instead of taking the touchdown on fourth down, but uh, you know, like I said, he's a risk taker and that's what he does. So, but uh, so I think right now you're playing Kansas City, who's covered two times in a row against San Francisco, who has not covered two times in a row, and so that's that's kind of something you got to look at when you're playing this game. Is uh, San Francisco hasn't looked as good as maybe the Vegas thought they might, and Kansas City's played better, so you got to be a little and careful on the road. Correct. Yep. While San Francisco was at home yep. for both of those games. Uh, also, uh, some more exciting news for the volleyball craze state of Nebraska and fans everywhere. The Omaha Supernovas and their next two matches are at home at the CHI Center. And we will once again be televising those on News Channel Nebraska Television. Kind of the same setup as we had last week when the Supernovas opened with the five-set contest against Atlanta. The next game is Saturday night. 6 o'clock against San Diego, and then one week from tonight, Vegas comes in at 7 o'clock. And uh, apparently, you know, Vegas had to get out of town next week because there's stuff going on there. Yes, <laughs> they <don't>. sure are. <laughs> but they're going to be at the CHI Center and News Channel Nebraska Television. That's Spectrum 99 here in our area, but Allo Dish, Cox, many other places. NewsChannelNebraska.com. John Baylor, again, on the call uh, Saturday and next Wednesday for action that concerns the uh, Omaha Supernovas. Just had this come down too, Jimmy. The National Football Foundation and College Hall of Fame has announced the 56 state winners of the National High School Academic Excellence Awards go to the top academic football teams from each level of play within each state. And uh, Carney High has been there for Nebraska's Class A the first two years that they've done that. And Carney High is there again in Class A this year. Also, Gothenburg in C1 and Hampton in six-man football. So they have one school for each. It's Kearney, Pius and B, Gothenburg, Norfolk Catholic, Exeter Milligan Friend is D1, Niobrara Verdigree in D2, and Hampton in six-man. So congratulations to all of those schools for bringing home that excellence award, not only playing good football for the Bearcats, but uh, getting it done in the classroom as well. Yes. And very well done. Tri-City Storm finally back home. Seven games on the road. The impressive thing here is, Jimmy, they were able to score points in six of those games. They did lose in overtime last night, 5-4 to four to Sioux Falls, but now come home to take on Des Moines Friday and Saturday in Omaha on Sunday. And uh, they made the trade for the goaltender, and we'll talk about all that tomorrow on the Doug and Daddy Show with Coach Anthony Noreen. We've got a lot of... Uh, basketball conference action that we're going to talk about uh, as well because you were reffing it and I was calling some of it last night. Yeah, I listened to you a little bit. I, heck, the games got over about the same time, though. Um, your second game must have gone pretty quick, and uh, or the first one, one if of them. If you were listening to my game last night, there will be an investigation. Okay, what happened? That means you are getting yours done way too quick. Yeah, we weren't getting it that should yeah. You shouldn't no, have been in the car by then. No, we got in the car, and you were t- doing your post game, so yeah. we were about right on schedule. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was worried. Uh, were you, you really? Wor- you worry me there a little <laughs> bit, because most of the time you find a way. But when, both, when we know both of our games are going to start at the same time, because there's no JV ahead of it, they should be pretty close, and we'll talk about that. 
that in a little bit as well. Today, uh, in the middle of all the basketball, the Fort Kearney Twin Valley Conference Wrestling Tournament is underway at Wilcox Hildreth, and District Bowling is going on today as well. Kearney is in their first district tournament. A lot of them were on Monday. There's a couple of them going on today. They're actually going to Lexington. We're going to take our first break here and talk about the Kearney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, the best of both worlds in downtown Kearney. Right now, they've got rotisserie chicken with mashed potatoes, along with Texas toast and dressing. And it is all there with the gravy over the top of it. I tried it yesterday. It's the special, special wall supplies last this week at the Carney Chicken Coop. And then every Wednesday as well, you can get a turkey BLT. And it's burger night every Wednesday night at the Coop. Mushroom burgers, Totally Jack, Bacon Burger, Ragin' Cajun, the Western. They're all so good, and they're special every Wednesday at the Carney Chicken Coop. When we come back on the Doug and Daddy Show, the head men's basketball coach at Creighton in Greg McDermott. We don't just see landscapes, we see dreamscapes, sprinklers with precision, plants with purpose, outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Escape Ordinary by heading to Cunningham's downtown or Cunningham's on the lake in Kearney. You'll enjoy the coldest draft beer in town, happy hour specials, and great food. An outstanding place to relax with friends after work, on the weekends, or any time to escape everything. Plus, you can dance and listen to their live bands every weekend at the downtown location. It's a great time every time when you escape ordinary at Cunningham's Journal, on the bricks, and Cunningham's on the lake, Kearney. Today's weather is brought to you by Farm Bureau agents Matt Myers and Rich Peters. When it comes to protecting your family, home, cars, and farm or ranch, you can count on your local agents to help you get the coverage you need. Contact Matt Myers and Rich Peters in Kearney today. Securities and services offered through FBO Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's been years since you graduated, but your college team is yours for life. You can also have a Farm Bureau agent for life, and auto, and home, and business insurance. Imagine that. One agent for everything. It's that simple. So get a Farm Bureau agent for life. In Kearney, call Rich Peters and Matt Myers at Farm Bureau Financial Services, 308-234-4922. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. show rolling along on this final day of January and it looks like it's going to be a splendid one out there and maybe a little break from some of the high school sporting activities as we talked about the women's games coming up tonight as well the Huskers taking on Purdue and Creighton taking on Marquette but the Creighton men are starting to get it going again Jimmy uh, highly ranked had a couple bumps fell out of the top 25 now won seven of their last eight. Plus, we got a couple of local guys that are really contributing to this Blue Jay team. We sure do, and we've got a great man here, Coach McDermott. Uh, I refereed him when he was at Wayne State, and he <laughs> treats officials really well. And if you don't believe me, he had two games last year. We could have acted like a fool, and he did not. He handled the San Diego State loss very well, and he had a game um, against, against Marquette where there was a call made right at the buzzer where Creighton could have tied the game, but he just handled it like a man, and that's what you got to do, and then they caught fire. Do you know that team? Team lost six games in a row last year in November. Yeah. They lost from November 22nd yeah. all the way to December 22nd. They lost six straight and didn't lose it. Won some big games before that, but what a great finish to the season. Got everybody excited in Nebraska. That was the exact moment that we had Baylor come on the show so that we could counsel him a little bit. There we go. There you saw go. what happened. Yeah, that's right. Doug Duda, Jim Langan that taught John Higgins everything he knew about refereeing. <laughs> we welcome in the head coach of the Creighton Blue Jays, Greg McDermott. Coach, thanks so much for the time. How are you? Absolutely happy to happy to join you guys, and I, I wouldn't be telling everybody that I'm the one that mentored John Higgins. I'd be careful with that. <laughs> I haven't told anybody that. That's what Doug says. You know, I'm, I ref with his brother in two days, so but uh, so we we get a lot of John Higgins stories. Oh man, Co- coach! On a day that's this beautiful, I have to ask you, what's your favorite golf hole at Happy Hollow? Oh, there's a lot of them. Uh, 
probably, uh, you know, I, I probably really like number four. It's a it's a hard golf oh. hole, but it's a good golf hole. Yeah, that, you got to ring the buzzer on hole number four over there. Yeah, I, yes, you do, especially when you hit one over in the range. <laughs> <laughs> I sprayed my first one down in that gully on the right, Coach, the first time I played it. But, uh, man, uh, always fun uh, talking all kinds of sports, but let's get into some basketball here. Obviously, uh, Jimmy kind of mentioned you went through a rough time at one point last year. You've went through a rough time at one point this year, and right now you want to say you righted the ship seven of eight. Every coach has stuff to work on, but what's going better during this stretch here in the month of January than uh, when you were hitting a couple of those bumps? Yeah, I, I mean, a couple of the bumps, we, you know, we played really good teams. You know, Colorado State's a, a top 25 team. Um, you know, UNLV played absolutely terrific tonight. We, we played them, and they've had some good wins since then. And then, you know, we lose an overtime game to Villanova um, that, you know, we had a double-digit lead in the second half and let it get away, and then we went to Marquette, lost a close game on the road. So, um, you know, and, and then UConn's really, really good. So it, it's this league is really hard, and if you're not at your absolute best, uh, you're probably going to get beat. That's that's just the reality, and, and there's so many good teams in this league, so many great coaches in this conference um, that, that baskets are hard to come by. Um, so you better defend, you better rebound, you better take care of the ball. And, and when we've done that, uh, you know, we've, we've been able to be successful. I know a lot of the media that see you every single day and, and some of the national scenes since you're uh, trying to get into a national powerhouse and, and win Big East Conference regular season and things like that. They thought maybe uh, the ball was going up too much from three-point land in that UNLV and maybe the Colorado State game and the live by the three, die by the three. Have you adjusted that, do you think, or was there any basis to that to begin with? No, we'll we'll shoot an open three every possession if they'll allow it. I mean that's that's how we've uh, that's how we built this roster uh, with with skill and and I have confidence in our guys' ability to shoot the basketball and you know we we have to be able uh, to be successful uh, from the three point line for us to I think reach the potential that we potentially that we could possibly have as the season move forward and and you know last year in the NCAA tournament we shot the three extremely well and and you know that's why we were able to advance and um, you know can we win a 54 to 53 game probably better than we could a year ago um, and there's a lot of those it seems like in the Big East because it, you know the freedom of movement in our game's kind of gone it's the physicality's kind of gone through the roof in the Big East. Um, so, you know, scoring at the rim has been, become almost impossible. So, uh, but you know, the, you know, Trey Alexander, Stephen Ashworth, Baylor Shireman, Mason Miller, Isaac Trout, you know, right on down the line, those, those guys were brought in here to shoot the basketball and that's what I'm going to have them do. While we were talking, you just hit another three against Nebraska to go up 92 to 60. Talk about making the three. So what a, what a great road win. I mean, you look at the university of Nebraska, what they're doing at home. What a tremendous road win. Yeah, that that was a, a very good win, and and you know when I was watching Nebraska on film, I felt like uh, this was Coach Hoiberg's best team uh, in his tenure there, and I and I think it's proven to be the case. Uh, but you know we had one of those games where you know we were in fuego from the three point line, and and you know they struggled to make some, and and you can get some lopsided scores once in a while when that happens, but. Uh, it ended up being a really, really good win uh, for us. That that's going to have some teeth to it uh, in March as well, and and uh, you know hopefully uh, you know they, Nebraska. I know they had a tough loss to Maryland, and they're fighting some injury problems. But hopefully uh, you know Fred can get him back on track and into the NCAA tournament. And coach, you had a game like that against Xavier in the conference tournament last year, where it just got away from you. Um, and then you then you then you ran a nice NCAA streak. <laughs> we were talking a little bit about this. Sometimes you can't control who you play in the NCAA tournaments. Upsets sometimes can help you along the way. You're sitting there with the seed you have, and to get where you need to do, the last team you beat was a 15 seed that was taking care of business. Your thoughts? Yeah, and, you know, you you can't control that, as you said, but that 15 seed, 15 seed to also beat Arizona, exactly. you know, who was one of the best teams in the country. So, uh, you know, Princeton was was terrific, and and as I watched them on film, I understood how good they were. Uh, but you know, we had to beat a you know a good uh, you know North Carolina State team and a uh, highly ranked Baylor team uh, to to get to the point uh, where we were in a position to to get to the lead eight. Uh, but you know, sometimes uh, sometimes that happens in your bracket, but. 
but generally those teams that win and they get to the Sweet 16, it's not a fluke. Like, they're really good teams. The St. Peter's team a few years ago that, that beat Purdue and then won another one to get to the Sweet 16. I mean, that, that was a legitimate team that Shaheen had at St. Peter's. And there's a reason they were able to win a couple games in the NCAA tournament. So, it's uh, you know, college basketball, it's as crazy as it's ever been. You know, a couple top team top, top ten teams went down again last night. Yeah. Um, it's just, it seems to be the norm. And it, it's been, you know, more difficult than ever to win on the road. And, you know, that's, I think that's why our metrics are good. We've, you know, we have five road wins uh, already this season with, with five more left to play. Uh, and I think anytime you can go away from home and, and get wins, uh, you, you've got to be pleased and very happy about it. Joining us on the Doug and Daddy Show, first time in a while, Greg McDermott, the head men's basketball coach at Creighton. And since you kind of touched on it, Jimmy touched on it there, not many guys outside of Tommy Izzo and Mike Krzyzewski get to go to the Final Four a whole bunch of times. Uh, you guys made it to the Elite Eight and were so close last year. Just talk about it from a – I mean, a coach can coach his whole career and never get that opportunity, and you <laughs> usually don't think about it until your career is over. But can you ever think about the run and maybe how that's going to help propel this uh, program to the next level? Uh, you still there, guys? Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Coach. Uh, I thought I lost you for a second. Uh, you know, I, I, actually, I was just talking to somebody about it yesterday because uh, somebody had asked me about the Final Four and if, if I was nervous going into that game. And the reality of it is when you're in the tournament, you're just consumed with the next game and and you really don't do any math in your head that, you know, we just went from 64 to 32 and 32 to 16 and 16 to eight. And if we win this one, we get to four, um, you know, you spend all your waking moments uh, preparing for that, that next team and making sure your team is ready. So, um, you know, I, I don't feel like uh, my career will be any more of a success or failure if I make a Final Four or don't make a Final Four. Uh, I've coached at some great places. I've coached some wonderful young men and had some you know, some great assistant coaches that have worked for me. Many of that have, have gone on uh, to be successful at their own program. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard to get to the NCAA tournament. You know, in our sport, you know, you know, fewer teams make the NCAA, by a percentage standpoint, fewer teams make the NCAA tournament than than almost any other sport. So it's hard to get there. And then when you get there, boy, is, is it hard to win. Uh, so, you know, when you're fortunate enough to get there and win a few games and have a chance to go to the Final Four, you, you know, you count your blessings and you move on. You know, Greg, you're right now, you're a, a top 20 program. Um, in, in my mind, you are anyway. I know in the Big East, there's some really good teams in there, top to bottom. Maybe we have two teams at the bottom this year that aren't great, but could beat anybody on any given day. But you're, you're one of those top 20 coaches. Talk a little bit about the portal and what that means to you. And if you had a player that says, hey, I think I might want to leave, and you go, yeah, that's fine, and they want to come back, I mean, sometimes that door gets shut real fast when you're top 20 program. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, obviously we we've we've lost some players to the portal. You know, Arthur Kaluma and, and Ryan Nemhart moved on after last year. Uh, you know, certainly we've been able to add uh, pieces from the portal. You know, Stephen Ashworth from Utah State is doing a good job for us. Obviously, Baylor Shireman from right down the road from you guys has been uh, terrific for us the last two years. And and you know, I think in the future, moving forward, we're gonna we'll add some guys and we'll lose some guys. That's that's just the re- reality of the world that we live in, whether you, whether you like it or don't like it. Now, uh, you know, if a player came to me and wanted to uh, dip their toe in the portal, that's probably not happening. Uh, You know, it's, uh, you know, either, either we're dating or we're not. (laughs) Uh, So uh, because the reality of it, if someone tells me that they're thinking about going in the portal, then, you know, obviously my focus and, and our energy needs to be spent on replacing that player um, and, you know, not, not sitting around a month and, and have them, you know, decide what they want to do, whether they want to leave or, or whether they want to stay. So we hope that we develop relationships and that we're developing guys at a level that they, they see the improvement and they see the, the development plan that we have for them and they want to see it through. Uh, but not, not every individual and family looks at it like that that and they and they they think a better opportunity uh, exists for them and if that's the case you know they have they have the right to go and look um, but you know in, in our case if you're going to go look you're you're probably not coming back 
You know, Coach, my last question for you is going to be your schedule because, you know, uh, I think it was last year you went to Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken, and beat some really good teams. And But you took a risk by going to Hawaii. You knew you could have came out of that thing 0-3, but you, you went 2-1-1. But your schedule, I think, gets, gives that opportunity where you, if you are just, let's say you're 20 and, and 10, you still got a shot to be a five seed because of who you're playing and who you might lose to with Marquette and, and UConn and the people that you have. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, our league is strong enough by itself that, you know, we, we probably don't need to play a, a, you know, we need to play a good schedule, not a great schedule. But, you know, we, we've made the decision to play some good teams. I think our fans enjoy it. Uh, I think it I think it helps prepare uh, us for Big East play. And while we lost the road game to UNLV and the neutral game to Colorado State, I think it helped us. Uh, you know, we've started a home-and-home home this year with Alabama, who's, a you know, I think before it's all – before the dust settles, they'll be a top 15 team in the country. Um, and, you know, we play Nebraska every year. Um, you know, we played teams in Sioux Falls. We've done some things on, uh, you know, with neutral sites. Um, and in the tournament you spoke of last year, Maui, I mean, it's one of the hardest tournaments to get in in the country. It's one of the best uh, on a year-in and year-out basis. And the other one is the battle for Atlantis, which we will go to next year with an absolutely loaded field. Um, so, you know, those, those tournaments are tough. You understand you can go play well and you can lose three games. Uh, you hope that that's not the case. You hope you get a quality win or two while you're there. And at the same time, it, it puts your, your team in a, in a better position in a more prepared position. Um, so when conference play comes along, you've seen about everything. And, and in our league, you're going to see a little bit of everything. You see great coaching and, and obviously very talented guys that are going to go on and play in the NBA. Um, so, I, you know, I think a, a combination of playing some games you can win where you can develop your bench a little is important. Um, but, you know, as long as I'm here, we're always going to try to play a, a very competitive schedule. Doug and Daddy show chatting with Greg McDermott, head men's basketball coach at Creighton. Let's talk. Jimmy brought up the portal. Let's talk about the two guys from our area that started elsewhere. Obviously, Baylor got named to the John Wooden uh, Final 20 here uh, yesterday. Isaac Trout is playing some key minutes from you from Grand Island. Uh, just they're, they're kind of in two different places right now, and we hope Isaac gets to where Baylor is. But talk about what they're doing for your team this year. Yeah, first of all, they're, they're terrific young men, and they and you know we're we're absolutely blessed to have them as part of our program. They they represent uh, themselves, their their families, and you know our basketball family and university in a first class manner in, in everything they do. Uh, their interactions with our fans, and you know specifically with our with the children that are that uh, have become huge Creighton fans. Those two guys both go out of their way. Uh, to make people feel good and, and, and people feel welcome uh, around them. But, you know, it's it's a different path that they both chose. Uh, Baylor started South Dakota State, obviously had a, uh, a terrific career there and decided to make the move. And at the time he made the move, it was going to be a one-year move. Um, I think until late in last season that he decided, you know what, maybe I want to run this back. Um, and, and the reason he ran it back is I, I – I really believe in in Baylor's mind. He felt like he could get better. That there were things that he needed to work on in the off season to to be better prepared for the Big East the second time through. And you know now you're seeing a guy that's in you know the on the Wooden Award top twenty list. Uh, you know when you think about twenty players in the country and you're on that list, that's pretty incredible. Um, but you know he he does everything. He rebounds it. He passes the basketball. He scores for us. Uh, his leadership, uh, his voice has been terrific in practice. So you know he's going to be one that's going to be, uh, you know, really highly thought of um, for his time in a Creighton uniform, and, and our fans have tremendous respect for him. And, um, you know, Isaac, you know, redshirted last year, so even though you feel like he's got experience, he hasn't played many college games, and it, it's the, the speed of the game is different. Uh, the, the requirement of, you know, what you have to know offensively and defensively is different than high school, so you have to think on your feet pretty quickly. And those are things that, that Isaac's improving on uh, as on a daily basis. And, you know, the one thing he can do at an extremely high, de- high level is shoot that basketball, uh, and we need him to continue to do that. But he, he's making strides on the defensive end, on the backboards, um, you know, all the areas that we expect our young players to improve. Uh, Isaac's moving in the right direction. I smile, too, because you just pull up the bio just to do a little background check here. Like the first line says, Greg McDermott, the dean of Big East coaches, which I guess I thought about that for a second. I said, well, I guess once Jay left, that uh, that, that puts you there. That has to be an advantage, though, doesn't it, Coach? 
Oh, I don't know about that because you know you you talk about uh, being the dean means you're you're old and, and you've been <laughs> in the same place one time. That's about it. But you know you you go right on down the line from Rick Pitino to Danny Hurley to Ed Cooley to you know Thad Mahata to Sean Miller to you know Shaheen Holloway and Shaka Smart. You know there's so so many. Uh, you know, good coaches in this conference, Kyle Neptune, and and um, you know, just there, there's a ton, and there, and no, nothing's nothing's easy uh, because of the level of coaching and their ability to recruit student athletes that fit the style and system that they want to play um, is really really good. So um, you know, I've, I've been around a long time, and I've enjoyed my time in Omaha, uh, but uh, you know, there. There's uh, there, there's there's quite a staple of, of of coaches in this Big East. Well, coach, you've done a great job. You moved up the ladder at North Dakota to Wayne State to Northern Iowa, to Iowa State, and you've got a really good fit here at Creighton. Uh, everything's going well. The only guy I can compare you to at all is like Dana Altman. You know, kind of what he did in the places he went, and he's at Oregon and it's kind of built a powerhouse there and has some success. Maybe not a great year right now, but year in and year out, he's very competitive, and we're very proud of him. We really appreciate you being on our show and taking the time to be on the Doug and Daddy Show. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. And, you know, obviously I think it speaks to, you know, what the type of people um, that surround Creighton, you know, Dan, we've had two head coaches in 30 years and uh, Dana for 16 years and me in my 14th year. So, I, you know, I think that speaks to, you know, what a special place uh, Creighton is and, and, and how much we both enjoyed the Omaha community. So that's, that's rare in this day and age. And, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, Dana's is obviously a terrific coach. He did a, an unbelievable job uh, putting this program on the map and now has continued that success at Oregon. Well, let's wrap it up with this, Greg. Uh, kind of a week off, uh, just the one game with Butler. You haven't played him yet. Uh, what do we see from them coming in on Friday night? Yeah, you know, a very, very good basketball team. They just beat Villanova uh, in overtime at home. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago they won at Marquette. Um, you know, they've had some some close, tough losses in the league as well. But, you know, they're, uh, you know, you can throw, you know, seven or eight teams in our league and, you know, you can mix them all up in a bucket and, and you know, pick one out. And that's that's how you would pick the winner of that next game. It's, <laughs> it's that competitive. And we're going to have to have our A game. Um, you know, Butler's very physical on the defensive end. Uh, Coach Mata, obviously his resume speaks for itself for, you know, what he's done at the, the different stops that he's been in his, his coaching career. And now that he's got some of his own guys in there the second year, you can you know you can start to see that you know the toughness and the grit that that they play with. So we're gonna have our hands full Friday night. Hopefully we uh, you know we have eighteen thousand people to greet Butler and and make it as hard on him as we possibly can. Coming across from Let It Fly right across the street to watch him play at the CHI. Coach, we'll let you get back to work. And again, thanks for the time on the Doug and Daddy Show. Keep up the winning streak here. We love it. Thank you, guys. Take care. Greg McDermott, head coach of your Creighton Blue Jays, joining us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Yeah. A lot of interesting uh, tidbits to take out of what Coach had to say. Yeah, right now, Lenardi's got him as a three seed. Yeah. And um, th- it's going to be hard to be a two seed. They'll have to probably beat Marquette and UConn both. They could. They're, they're at home, but then they have to go about eight and two down the stretch, and they'd go all the way up to a two seed, Doug. And you need a little help, too. You need well, you, These teams keep losing. That's right. You keep winning, they're going to move up. But yes, yeah, you, you have to keep winning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you need like Purdue's got to kind of fall apart a little bit because they're all really locked into a one. I think Houston University's pretty well locked into a one. But you know, like you say, if they if they fall off, then they could maybe get a one seed. But they could fall back as far as a five seed if they lose some games. They could lose to UConn again uh, Boy, in at home. Go I don't ahead. think Creighton could be a one. I think they can win every game that's left on their schedule. Oh, they'd be a one. If they win, so? Oh, yeah. If they, won every, if they won the rest of their games and won the conference tournament, they're going to be a one seed so easy it wouldn't be funny. 28 and 5? Yeah. Okay. Be, yeah especially, like that. I think that's spe- what it would Especially be. winning the Big East. That'd yeah, just an automatic. Well, yeah, but I don't think they'll win the rest of them. That'd be, that's almost insurmountable. But. They've got two road games. Well, after the Butler game, then three of the next four are on the road. And Providence is on the road. And then Xavier, I think that's going to be a tough one. Uh, Could be. You can, you can never, I can't get a read on Xavier. You know, even though uh, they were able to take care of in their last game at home, I mean, Xavier gave them all they wanted last Tuesday night, and and, uh, Creighton had to get it going. Creighton, the one thing about Creighton is if they put together a full 40, and that's what every coach says, but they always seem 
to have a lull, and not Husker-like lulls of nine minutes, but either they have to come from behind and they've had monster second halves already this season. And I guess when we saw the uh, the UNLV game is what sticks out to me because that was that first half was such a stinker that you just thought, eh, it's still Creighton. We're okay. There's a lot of teams where you go, yeah, we're not okay. But Creighton, you always think you knock down two or three threes in a row, you're right back in the ball game. Yeah, and the, the reason, or you got separation. Right. And I'm not, I'm not arguing with you because I know you understand this too. But if UConn takes care of Creighton uh, and Marquette, UConn's going to be the one seed. But if Marquette takes care of UConn and Creighton, Marquette's going to be the one seed. So it's either going to be Marquette, UConn, or Creighton. One of them's going to get a one seed. They're going to give somebody in the Big 12 a one seed. I don't know who it's going to be, but somebody in that Big 12 conference is going to get to be a one seed too. So whoever that happens to be, uh, and the only exception would be if you got three two seeds because they all took care of beating each other up. Yeah, That will be a big game once they scrape those wrestling mats off the floor at the CHI. UConn comes in on a Tuesday night, February the 20th, and that'll be a heck of a ball game. It's a 7.30 game, so it's not the – Six o'clock, right off work, trying to jam people in there. There'll be time to pregame, and that'll be a huge game on February the 20th. And again, thanks to Coach McDermott for joining us on today's Duck and Daddy Show, brought to you in part by TNL Irrigation Company. Successful farmers work hard and smart, and the smart choice in pivot irrigation is TNL. They are like no other. Tough, reliable, hydraulically powered TNL pivots. Safe, simple, and easier on you. Save money right now to get a new pivot into your field for 2024. They take care of every state in the country and more than 70 countries worldwide. But right here in the Midwest, talk to Ty Yost at Sutton Irrigation in Sutton or go to TLIRR.com to find out more at TNL Irrigation. Calling all superheroes. Did you know that 221 children in Kearney and Buffalo County, Nebraska this year alone entered the court system due to abuse or neglect? Nobody longs for a safe and loving family more than a child in foster care. As a CASA volunteer, you show us how superheroes are not just the ones you see on TV wearing capes. There are superheroes right here in Kearney and Buffalo County. It's true they walk among us and it could be you. Become a volunteer that works side-by-side with foster children as they go through the court system. These volunteers are voices for the children. As a volunteer, you will be thoroughly trained and well-supported by professional staff to help you through each case. For more information on becoming a volunteer, go to CarneyBuffaloCountyCasa.com. You could keep a child safe and make a difference in their life today. Be a superhero and go to CarneyBuffaloCountyCasa.com. I got serious about staying fit just a couple of years ago. Now 5Ks, yoga, and smart nutrition are all part of my weekly routine. Part of my eating right plan? Country Hearth Breads. Natural breads with the whole grains and natural ingredients my body needs to perform at its best. Just a slice of toasted multigrain with peanut butter before a workout, and I'm ready to roll. Country Hearth is the easy choice because it's good for me and great tasting, too. Country Hearth Breads. Baking our best for you. Play your best golf now with help from Golf Fit USA of Kearney. Our certified club fitter uses a state-of-the-art launch monitor to make sure you get the most out of every club in your bag. Golf Fit offers a wide variety of clubs, bags, shoes, gloves, hats, junior sets, and gift cards, as well as repairs, regripping, lessons from a PGA professional, and a golf simulator. Our goal is to get your equipment right for increased accuracy and performance on the course. Golf Fit USA, custom fit for the perfect hit. Next to Jersey's Kearney. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years. From personal banking to mortgage, business, and more, Five Points continuously finds ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable, offering the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Five Points Bank innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Better choices, better service. Five Points Bank of Grand Island, Kearney, and Hastings. A new sauna may just be the ticket for better health this year. Hello, this is Doug Datterding inviting you to see how using a Finleo sauna can help your body detoxify itself, reduce stress levels, shorten cold and flu viruses, plus much more. We offer state-of-the-art traditional Finleo saunas utilizing steam and aromatherapy oils or Finleo infrared saunas. See us at Detterding Stores in Kearney and Grand Island. Choose better things at Detterding's. It's a quality of life.
Doug and Daddy's show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Time for our Wednesdays with the Lopers. Our Loper Link brought to you by Detterdings in Kearney and Grand Island. Weather like this, it's time to start thinking about your backyard where you can enjoy some great spring, summer, and fall weekends and evenings. Backyard fun is what they provide at Detterdings in Kearney and Grand Island. Imagine what your yard's going to look like with the snow gone and maybe bringing in an eclipse awning. Relax on the Homecrest patio furniture, quality and comfort like no other. Celebrating over 40 years of business at Detterdings, Kearney and Grand Island, and Detterdings.com. And it's that time, even though it's nice outside, and I'll ask Scott, maybe maybe we'll scoop it off and play outside, but the Grundy Center is there. There's no doubt about it. The uh, UNK tennis team gets underway with uh, action this weekend with the home duels for the men Friday, Saturday, and uh, Sunday. And we bring in the head coach of the tennis team, Scott Schaefer. Coach, Happy New Year. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? Well, doing good. Are you going to come outside or are you going to say it's just too nice inside? Uh, well, you know what? It's, <laughs> I got shorts and a t-shirt on right now. I think we're going to stay in here. It's pretty nice. <laughs> well, the preseason coaches poll just came out and for a, a brand new program, you weren't picked last. Uh, talk about what you saw here. <laughs> uh, and, and it's different from the women and the men because on one side they, they split it up, but on the other side, uh, it's just the one division. Uh, so take us through that if you would. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we were able to go out and compete um, in the fall. Um, our region for the men is essentially comprised of the MIAA. There, there are no men's tennis teams in the NCIS. So, you know, we, we did see, you know, every team in our region when we played um, at our ITA regionals in um, October. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think the other teams coached us off there, and, you know, I – I think they think they're good judges of talent. So, it's, you know, it's nice to not be picked last. Um, but with that said, you know, I, I know we have some talent and, you know, we, we had some results that showed us that, you know, we are a team that, you know, should be in the middle towards the top in um, this new conference. I know this is one of the things we talked about when we said, hey, we're going to get the men going is just to – let people even know that UNK had men tennis and reaching out. And like usual, you got a lot of folks that uh, are from not even the Midwest. They're from out of the country, overseas, things like that. Uh, and and I know there's always a little, I'm not sure what the word is here. I'll, I'll use nervousness about what you'll get in in that first class. Well, some of the other coaches like it. What do you think about it? Well, you know, I, I think we're, we're seeing already, you know, the, the, the players who have the games that are going to be, you know, super competitive um, in the conference. Uh, of course, you know, like any team, we, we always want to keep getting better. And, you know, it's that balance is, are we going to make, how do we make our players better? And, you know, are, are there better players out there that might be interested? So, you know, you, you got to wear both hats, um, you know, but I think got lost a little bit in the fall shuffle with um, Jasmine's run at her regionals and, you know, winning the whole thing, which is, still kind of shocking to say because it's it's such a grind to you know win six matches in three days as she did but you know it it was only um two weeks after that the men had their regionals in Topeka and one of our freshmen Maxim Kulish from Ukraine you know made it all the way to the semifinals in fact he was up a set um to the eventual winner in the semis and then lo and behold about Three weeks later, on a conference call with the ITA, they um, they chose Max as an at-large um, player for the ITA uh, ITA Cup down in Georgia. So you know he already you know if they came out with a preseason you know freshman of the year, I'm pretty sure they would have put that label on him. So we're really excited to see you know what Max can do. He's uh, a mercurial type person and player, so. And he's a freshman, but, you know, we're excited about what we've seen from him. And um, we have a really good doubles team. We have a uh, graduate student, Aaron Osman, who has played three years of college tennis. Um, you know, he's partnered with a six-six lefty freshman from the Netherlands. So we're excited to see what they can do as well. Coach, I was looking at the roster a little bit here, and uh, how many players do you have on the men's team? How many on the women's? And then how many are international players? Um, great question. We have nine on the men, and all nine are international. Um, on the women's side, we are at 10. 
and um, three of them are American. We uh, brought a new girl in, a young woman from uh, Zimbabwe. Her name is Tanya. And Tanya just arrived less than three weeks ago when it was about minus 10 degrees out, first time seeing snow. And uh, we know we watched her in just the last two weeks um, show more of her personality. She's very competitive. And, you know, I've said this before to many people, we're we're all chips in for the women this year. We we think this can be a year that, you know, the women can, um, you know, make some history um, and do some things that we haven't been able to do for, you know, many, many years, meaning back when we were in the RMAC. Talking with UNK tennis coach Scott Schaefer here on the Doug and Daddy Show on ESPN Radio. Uh, you do get to open the season for the men this weekend and the women next weekend, and they are here at home because of the Grundy Center able to do that. Uh, talk about what's on tap for the first two weekends. Yeah, you know, for the men, um, we, we played a fall schedule, which did not include any dual matches. You know, dual matches, two teams, all six courts going at it. You know, you, you need to win four get four points to win. We uh, purposely did not schedule that. You know, I wanted them to make their freshman mistakes in the fall, and we definitely had a lot of those. So I think there was a good choice to withhold that type of competition, but here we are um, still easing into it. I mean, Metro definitely is not an easing into it. We once again have scheduled a, a really, really tough first home match indoors, you know, for, for the men in this case, um, Doan and Pratt, you know, NIAA and, you know, junior college that they're a little bit <clears throat> a lower speed, but, but that's what we need. So I, I think we've been very intentional with our schedule the following weekend. We welcome, um, some good schools, definitely not top 25 programs, William Jewell, Colorado Mesa and Rockhurst, um, you know, and with a new program, you know, we're just looking for consistency, right? We, we want consistent, consistency in everything they do. And, and it'll be interesting to have them in a situation where they're playing back-to-back-to-back matches this weekend to, to see, you know, who, who is in the right state of mind and physical condition to, to give us, you know, good efforts three days in a row. So we're easing them in with the women, um, you know, it's it, it, like you said, it's it's the other side of the paper for the women. You know, we're we're starting off with them again with some teams that aren't nationally ranked. But you know, the women's team this year, it's it's how do we do in conference? That that's gonna we control our own destiny in that sense. You know, I, I think we've been about fourth in the conference, um, but to get to regionals and have a chance to nationals, you need to be one, two, or three. So that's definitely our goal to. Um, you know, show out for the MIAA conference schedule. Scott, I don't know who voted. I don't know. If it looked like the coaches voted on this, but four of the coaches voted the women first. You got, they got, you got more first place votes than anybody, even though you're picked third. Right. Well, if I went and voted for those other two teams that were one and two, I'm pretty sure we would have been number one on that list. Yeah. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to negatively influence the poll in that way. But yeah, it, you know, we had, the women had such an amazing showing in the fall with five quarter finalists um, at that regional tournament is absolutely unheard of. In all the years I've gone down there, I've never seen a team have that many quarter finalists. And, and then, you know, for us to have three semifinalists. Um, yeah. I think some coaches definitely noticed others. I'd probably say are kind of asleep at the wheel and probably just, mailed in their vote but it's okay i'd rather be three with four first place votes and um you know the women will see it and it'll make them more hungry to be like wait a second why is washburn and missouri western higher than us and there we go we got some motivation to you know with that said those are great programs and you know they they are definitely you know programs at our caliber so playing them is going to be really exciting this year and then once again i mean if you love top notch tennis i mean they're going to play at home a lot but the women we kind of broke in the center with the ita d2 nationals and you're going to get to do that again once again barry florida the number one team in the country is going to be here that's the weekend of february 23rd uh talk about that is this going to be something that's going to be a yearly deal uh, and are we going to have some of the same teams, all the same teams? What's that look like? 
Yeah, this year we're going to have uh, a, a couple repeat teams from last year with Flagler and Barry from Florida. But apart from that, the, the other teams um, are new. Um, this will be the last year, at least for now, that we will host this event. Um, there's, they're doing a three-year cycle, so you know maybe three years from now we, we would be looking to host it again. Um, but, yeah, you know, the, the, this is last year – Going into that event, if you would have asked me in private or maybe even publicly, because I don't really mince my words, I would have said, yeah, we're just trying not to embarrass ourselves. And I, we definitely accomplished that last year. We lost a heartbreaker to team in our conference, UCO. We lost 4-3 to them. Um, but this year, you know, uh, my expectations are higher. I, I think we can win a match. Um, we can probably win two matches. We could even win the whole thing. I mean, I – you know, everything has to fall in place. With that said, you know, having being seated eighth in this event and having to play Barry, that's, you know, uh, on paper and historically they are the best team. So that that's a pretty tall task. Uh, but the great thing about the event is, you know, they play out every place. So, um, you know, there's, there's still an opportunity to finish fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth, but it doesn't matter. You know, again, we, having these matches early in the season, you know, again, back to back to back really lets our women see where they are and where they need to be to get through the grind. That is the MIAA conference schedule. You know, we have nine teams in our conference, so we got to play eight teams um, all after spring break. So it's, it's, it's murder's row going into that, just like all the other sports here on campus when we play in our conference. So get the tough matches early um, you know, we, we, we got some adjusting to do with having added Tanya, you know, we're, we're looking at different lineups and different doubles teams. So we're, you know, these early matches are going to be helpful for us to determine. I mean, I keep saying us because we have a new coach this year. Caleb Diller has joined us as our full-time assistant coach for the men and women. Um, he joins us from Lubbock Christian and he's been a lifesaver to help me manage all the changes that come from going from, you know, nine to 20 student athletes pretty much overnight. So we are definitely excited. This is going to be uh, a fun year. Coach, in 15 seconds or less, uh, do they score the doubles? Do they score that the first team that wins two out of the three uh, matches? Is that how they get the point or does each individual double get a point? No, you got it right the first time. It, it, okay. It, it used to it used to be the latter, but now it's the former. So if you and I win our match and Doug and Caleb win their match, then boom, we get the point. Automatically. Uh, and they, still, the they still play the other one out, but uh, the, the point goes to the other team. I okay. would love to win a match. Yeah, it's there been you a long time. Get a point, no right? about it. Thank you, Coach. Scotty, before we let you go, uh, we talked about all the international players. The gals do have a couple uh, just Kind of an update so uh, that we can hear about him. Uh, Adam Central, Hastings, Mercy Hood on the team. And then Claire out of Pius had been injured, but it sounds like she might come back. Just a quick word on those two. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Claire. Um, today is <laughs> today's one year since Claire tore her Achilles tendon. Um, so, you know, having her back. Sorry, I'm getting a little choked up about this. You know, she just works so hard. And it's so exciting to have her back and already, you know, competing with her teammates. She, she played a match against one of her teammates who was in the lineup last year, and it was 7-5, 10-6. So her first full match back after exactly almost, you know, today, one year from her Achilles tear, um, you know, she put on a two-and-a-half-hour match with one of her teammates, and and she – she said to me, I'm so proud of myself. She's like, but I know I can do more. And having her back is just great. And uh, how about Mercy? Mercy also came back from an injury. Mercy um, tore her labrum at, at mm. the end of last season, about a month left in, uh, sorry, about a month left of the season. Um, her father is an orthopedic, so they got her fixed up. She's just recently been cleared as well. They both were kind of cleared for full go in November. Um, so she, she's working her way back in, and she, she's just a person who, like Claire, um, just the consistency from day to day and 
you know, my favorite part about the two of them and most and almost all the women on my team is they love tennis. And, you know, you, you know, college sports is a grind. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. And um, any coach can tell you that if your student athletes don't still love it, then it's not going to be fun. So despite injuries and surgeries and time off, they, they both are as enthusiastic as they were, you know, coming in as freshmen. So they definitely add so much to the team. All right, Scotty, we'll uh, have a great season. We'll talk with you a little bit later on this spring, and uh, we'll get some folks out there to the Grundy Center the next couple of weekends. All right. Thank you so much. You guys have a good day. Thank Thank you. you. UNK tennis coach, women and men now in their return. uh, The uh, Loper men are at home. First one is Friday, Metro State, 2.30, your chance to see the new Loper men. Then uh, Doan, Saturday at 5, and Pratt Community College, Sunday morning at 9 a.m. The women get going next week, thanks to Coach Scott Schaefer. Also, I want to know, Jimmy, I don't know all that much about Iceland, but does everybody's last name start with Thor and then have like 75 more letters in it? Exactly. I do know quite a bit about Iceland, and that is how it goes. Thor, Thor Bjorsson, who played basketball, of course, for the men. And now a lot of vowels. They'll use a lot of vowels in the last names. We just got an update on the six newcomers who will take to the pitch for UNK Women's Soccer and Rob Breton. They come from California, Colorado, Idaho, Iowa, Utah, and Iceland. Anna Thor Hallstorter. That's close. Thor Hall's Duter. How many letters? How many know how many letters? T H O R H A L L S D O T T I R. You know how long it took her to spell her name in kindergarten? She changed the, it to the, Smith. Yeah, the kindergarten <laughs> teacher goes, Okay, you, you wanted your name to be um, Abe Lee. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's six letters. All the other kids, you're, you're out playing at recess, and all the other kids are running around These trying to spell their names. are probably pretty smart, though. There you go. They yeah. had to learn how that. Yeah. Uh, in wrestling, UNK's Cray Howard, MIAA, notable performance of the week in wrestling. Uh, the Lopers picked up the big win down uh, at Central Missouri, and then most of the reserves uh, beat Newman. They will be home tomorrow night. Grandview is an NAIA power, former national champ, so check that out. Uh, basketball, the women picked up a couple of wins. The men were on the wrong side. Shiloh McCool, uh, honorable mention, MIAA basketball player of the week, 13.5 points, 13.5 rebound average in those contests, and they will be on the road for two games this weekend, beginning tomorrow at Northwest Missouri State. UNK track won 12 events at the annual Charlie Foster Classic at Cushing Coliseum. Uh, veterans like Alex Goretzky, Nicole Messbarger, Braden Sorensen uh, were among those that had first place finishes. So uh, congratulations to the track team. And I think that catches us up on our Loper Link notes for this week. And don't forget softball one week uh, from tomorrow gets their season underway down in Arizona. Our Doug and Daddy uh, chat on the Loper Link brought to you by Dead Ings and Carney in Grand Island. Let's take a look at today's Doug and Daddy poll question. Tomorrow the men are back on the court against number six Wisconsin. Jimmy, I asked you off the air, what do you think that spread will be tomorrow? Yeah, I thought it would be, I thought just really, I thought Wisconsin would be a two, two and a half point favorite at at Nebraska. Um, I would take Nebraska if that is the case. Um, I'm afraid it could be Pickham. You know, and if mm. that's the case, I still probably will take Nebraska, but not for near as much. You know, you got to be really careful. But if you could get Wisconsin to be a five and a half point fair, but they're playing awful well. Nebraska looked really poor their last game. You, you know, that's you can't do this. You cannot look at how one team played one game. Yeah, that's and, weird. You know, yeah, you just can't do that. Cause once it once it gets away from you, you know, last year I think Creighton in the conference tournament. Um, I, I don't remember this for sure, but they played Xavier in the conference room, and they got to be like 84 to 60. I thought, my God, this team's not, they're going to lose first round of the NCAA tournament. And then Creighton went on and won three in a row. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, when it snowballs, sometimes it just gets away from you. So that is our Doug and Daddy poll question today. Who wins tomorrow night's men's basketball matchup, the Huskers or the Badgers? You can vote anytime on Twitter at ESPN underscore Tri Cities, at ESPN underscore Tri Cities. We've got more, a lot of basketball we want to touch. Stay with us. Gee, I really wish we had somebody to play basketball with. Well, you do now because Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Tournament is back in Hastings. Five-on-five action, March 15th to 17th. Men's and women's divisions with a four-game guarantee. Register now at HastingsYMCA.net slash Whoopers Hoopers. Save $25 if registered by February 1st. Deadline, March 1st. Join the Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Bash in Hastings and win big. Brought to you in part by Gary Michaels Clothiers, located in Hastings, Kearney, and Lincoln. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clubber Lane. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Danny Show, Doug you to Jim Langan, our producer Danny, taking care of business on this final day of January, then into the shortest month of the year, but it is a leap year, Jimmy. You get that bonus day of the 29th. I know you're looking forward to that. Yes, I am looking forward to that. We are here in the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth, Midway Chevrolet Buick GMC, Midway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. If there was something specific that you were looking at in the month of January, today might be the day to pull that trigger. We're already kind of thinking about getting the taxes done. Hopefully you're getting a refund and maybe it's time to take a look at what you can invest in at your Midway Auto Dealerships. Check out the 2023 Dodge Durango, 11000 off the MSRP, which is manufacturer-suggested retail price. How about 9000 off a Laramie Crew Cab? You can schedule your oil change today at Midway. Go to thinkmidway.com. Midway, it's a better way. Another uh, honor here for Baylor Shireman. We talked about Trey Alexander for the Jerry West Award. Well, Baylor Shireman is one of the final 10 candidates for the Julius Irving Award, which goes to the top small forward in Division One men's basketball. Julius Irving was not a small forward. I think he was, you know, how tall how tall is a small forward? Yeah, can you he can do that? he could do it a little bit of everything. Kind of like Baylor. Yeah, uh, which is cool. He could he he could dunk the ball, I think. I'm not I can't remember for sure if Julius ever had yeah. a nice dunk or not. I can't remember. Man alive when he decided to dunk. Man, you take up from the free throw line and you better get out of the way. We're sure we're sure aging ourselves here. Yeah, aren't we? we are. We do have some breaking news this morning concerning the Heartland Hoops Classic and unfortunately, Jimmy, some years we have eight games. This year they decided, "Hey, we're not going to start as early and go with seven and now Denver East is not able to come out and that was the game with Omaha West Side and so the 17th annual Heartland Hoops Classic, which will take place at the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island, Saturday, February the 10th, will have six games. Still some uh, very intriguing matchups from out of state and in state. But now the games will start at 11 a.m. because that game was kind of, I think, the fifth of the uh, seven. And so Carney High with Papillion La Vista South, instead of at three, they're going to play at 4:15. So it'll be Central Catholic Elkhorn Valley at 11 a.m. Donovan Trumbull and Concordia at 12:45. Ogallala and Crete, Yowza, Crete number one, and Ogallala has uh, played some great basketball. That's at 2.30. Then the Bearcats and Papio South at 4.15. Gretna against Pembroke Hill at 6. And number one, Bellevue West against Sunrise Christian Academy out of Wichita will be the 7.45 game. Tough game last night for the Bearcats. Um, both playing pious. The girls had whittled it down to three to start the fourth quarter and then only able to score two points. And then pious got a backdoor, well, not a backdoor. It was a driving layup uh, with a nice dish with one second to go uh, to uh, beat Carney 68, 66. Although uh, Carney did get a shot away. It was partially blocked at the buzzer. They ran the old Valpo play, Jimmy. Yeah. To try to get that last a three a pointer off, I love the Valpo play. Luck. It was a good luck. The kid made a really good play on it. Uh, they the, the defender from Pius the Tenth read the play coming too, um, and I thought he made a really good play. But you know the the Carney kid had to shoot it so fast because he only had like a half a second, so he could 
hesitate, fake, yeah. fake, and you know he had to just fire. They, they had already made a pass with one point three. So. Yeah, so yeah, he just had enough time to get it off, and uh, unfortunately, he didn't get fouled on it. The kid got mm-hmm. a whole ball. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, one of the honorable performances, uh, Loper Lake, Micah Swedberg for uh, track for what he did at the Charlie Foster Classic. All right, uh, pious girls and boys beat Carney. It was Adam Central sweeping Hastings Saint Cecilia. Uh, Hastings High beat the Northwest boys. Northwest won the girls. Carney Catholic boys beat Hershey. Hershey won the girls. Now we get into uh, some conference play from last night. And on the Fort Kearney Conference, Amherst beat Pleasanton, SEM over Axtell, Elm Creek outscored Overton, and Ansley Litchfield beat Loomis. So at Kearney Catholic Friday night here on ESPN at 6, Amherst will play SEM. SEM was with a five-point game with them here just a week ago, and then Elm Creek will play Ansley Litchfield. That was a three-point game uh, back in December, and Elm Creek has won 11 consecutive ball games. The girls' semifinals are tomorrow night here on ESPN. The Lou Platt tournament will be on the Vibe 98-9 at Wood River Thursday through Saturday. We had a couple of upsets on the girls' side. The 6 and 7 both advance on. St. Paul beat the two-seed Central City. Ravenna four points better than the three-seed Ord, so they'll have the second game. Uh, Defending state champion Centura will play Wood River in the first game, and Wood River just a three-point win over Donovan Trumbull. And then Donovan Trumbull will play Ord, and Wood River will play Central City in the boys' semifinals uh, coming up on Friday, but the home team that I always think makes a little bit of a difference did make the semifinals for Wood River in both. Yeah, and you know what's interesting too, Doug, about uh, Coach Brown at Centura still has a pretty good basketball team, but the Lou Platt is really even about the second through the seventh teams. They are really even. Uh, uh, Ravan has beaten Donovan Trumbull and trailed by 18, to give you an example of that. Mm-hmm. Central City uh, has won some games, but have won some really close games, so it is really even um, in that, and Wood River's going to probably give Centura all they want. And then in the Twin Valley Conference for the boys, we had another upset. Uh, the seven-seed Red Cloud over the two-seed Silver Lake, who's having their best season in a number of years, but uh, going to have to play a consolation game. Giltner almost knocked off the three. Lawrence Nelson. Shelton uh, beat Blue Hill, the top seed, and then it was Deschler over Kennesaw. All of those games uh, are going to be played at the high seeds, and then they get into Adams Central uh, this weekend, so they'll be playing those semifinals for the boys Friday at Shelton, and uh, again, that's going to kind of take us to where we're at. The FKC Twin Valley Wrestling is going on today at uh, Wilcox. And then, as we mentioned earlier, also district bowling. Anything else, Jimmy? No, that's, I think you hit it on the head. I think everything's right. going to be some exciting games in all the conferences. Lou Platt, Twin Valley. Uh, we'll talk on Friday. We'll have some really good uh, matchups probably going in, and we'll see what happens. And we'll have some tournament champions on Monday. And then then you kind of get ready for district. you got like that one week where you play some games, but you're all just kind of yep. getting ready for district basketball, so we're getting kind of ready to go. Anything on you? You got anything you got? Yeah, we're keeping busy. Uh, Sub-district girls wrestling is this Friday and Saturday for all of our teams, and uh, we'll talk more hockey tomorrow. Head coach Anthony Noreen finally back home. We'll talk with the coach tomorrow. Thanks so much to UNK tennis coach Scott Schaefer, and a big thanks to the head men's basketball coach at Creighton, Greg McDermott, for joining us today to talk about his Jays and uh, some of our area players like Baylor Shireman and Isaac Trout. Enjoy your Wednesday. We actually have a little uh, more college basketball going on tonight, so check out the Husker women on KHAS. You've been listening to a Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carnegie. Oh, darling, I feel like amazing. Don't make me do that again. Game over.